Hello everyone, welcome to the A to Z podcast. Um, I am your host Zach, and Alex is actually gone this week. He's in Utah, but we have uh, an incredible guest, um, Ben, and uh, why don't you introduce yourself, Ben? Yeah, hey, uh, my name is Ben. I'm the Family Ministry Director here at Inland Vineyard. Um, I guess you're getting B to Z. And And we're okay with that. We're okay with that. Um, But today we are going through a new series. Uh, This is something Trav just started called Wilderness. Um, I don't know how long it's going to be. It might be four weeks. Do you know how long? I think you said five or six. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I don't know if he could ever do four weeks. I don't think he could either. He, he always... Do you know the longest one he's ever done is like... It was for sure 12 weeks. Was it? It might have been longer. Man. But it was, it was I'm like... I'm not surprised. It is <laughs> not... And it was for the world. I, I okay. remember the series. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to go long on any series, that's a good one to do it on. <laughs> uh, I remember sitting down in meetings and some people would be like, Hey, so like... How much longer are we going to be in this thing? And I remember him be like, I think we still have like four weeks left. Oh my gosh. Oh, man. Um, but anyways, so wilderness. This, in the way that I heard this, this is a very specific series to COVID. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it's specifically tailored for the three months that have passed mm-hmm. and, you know, have you the wilderness people have found themselves in um what what was kind of the if you had a synopsis or like an elevator pitch like what would you kind of say to someone that you got from this yeah you know i think um you're right i think travis did a really good job of uh defining the kind of like situation that we find ourselves in mm-hmm. um you know and, and he, he'd even mentioned uh i don't know if it was before the sermon or in our meeting but you know, we were all kind of operating with this idea of like, okay, the things will be back to normal in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And now we're realizing that they're not going to be, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think it's hard to, it's hard to embrace the wilderness when you think you're about to get out of it. Yes. You know, and I think is, was his point, um, is when you are, when you think you're just going to be done with it soon, you're, you're not focused on what the Lord's doing in the mm-hmm. moment. Um, and so I think he did a really good job of defining what is the moment that we find ourselves in, um, Mm -hmm. and then offering some, uh, you know, biblical insight into what normally happens in these wilderness type of seasons. Yeah. And Trav always does a great job, uh, kind of bringing that context in. And I would, I would totally agree with that. Something I'd even piggyback off of that is, you know, like you were saying, we are in the long game now. This is not going to be a month two months, this is going to be a long time yeah. when things go, quote-unquote, back to normal, whatever the heck that means. Yeah. And and here's the thing that I really want to say to anyone that's listening that's in this place. I don't think most people need to hear this because um, I'm not talking to all the people that have been complaining. Um, no dirt thrown, but if you're in that boat where you've had, you're saying – you're you're speaking your mind all the time to people of like how hard of a time you're having. I'm not talking to you, um, and you can kind of tune this out for a little bit. But what I want to say is, it's okay to be having a hard time with this. Yeah. And I I think some people have been coming in this saying I'm okay, things are gonna be okay. Yeah. 
this isn't going to last long. And now I think some people are realizing that we're in this for the long haul. I just want to say to those people who are trying to put on act like everything's going to be okay, nothing's wrong, this is just a temporary thing, it's okay to not necessarily panic, but say, hey, like, I'm struggling. Yeah. I'm struggling with this. Yeah, I heard someone say, uh, what if, you know, what if everyone keeps saying how uh, weird this is or how mm-hmm. um, unnormal this is, this is so different, and, but when you look at the scope of history, like, there's always stuff going on. Like, mm-hmm. we had experienced such comfort and, you know, level of comfort, level of security mm-hmm. that really we hadn't seen in world history, you know. You could think of, like, the Pax Romana or, Romana or whatever. Um, and I'm not, like, a huge history buff, but I think having some perspective of in the world, there's there's a natural, like, this, this is a normal thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know... Um, our lives were just so comfortable and secure and we didn't ever think anything was going to happen. And all of a sudden stuff, stuff starts, stuff starts getting shaken up and now we're like freaking out, but it's mm-hmm. probably more uh, accurate to real life than what we were experiencing before, yeah. you know, where nothing ever went wrong. Mm-hmm. And here's the mistake I think most people have made, to be completely honest with you, because not saying the majority, because some, I mean, there's a good amount of people that are like, like, let me buy all this food and like bunker down. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm, I've been ready for this. So much toilet paper. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not talking about those people, but I think the majority of people, because they've had this like short term, um, lifespan of this mm. COVID, yeah. like, and eh, like quarantine is only gonna be a couple months. Um, I think the biggest fault, including myself, I'm, I'm not, I'm not excluding myself from this. Um, that we have kind of gotten from this is shifted um, from the get-go into a waiting position Mm. and not being ready. And I think there's a big difference between waiting for something to end Mm -hmm. and then ready for something to end. Um, Because if you're waiting, you're not doing anything. And that's what a lot of people have been doing. They're like, I'm just going to wait it out. I'm going to binge on Netflix. Yeah. Watch 80 seasons of Tiger King. Exactly. As much as they can give me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and they're kind of just like, okay, how much can I burn and just wait it out yeah. until things can go back to normal? Yeah. Um, first of all, we're way past that. Yeah. And if you haven't realized that yet, you need to start making a shift mm. of starting to get ready. And yeah. and it's like when you see someone like sitting down and they're waiting, mm-hmm. they're comfortable, they're 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 sitting back, um, relaxed. And then yeah. someone that's ready, they're on the edge of their seat. You know, yeah. they're they're scanning the area, and then when it's time to go, mm-hmm. boom, yeah. they're they're on their feet. They've they've given it forethought. They've mm-hmm. you know, made a plan. Exactly, like that. Yeah. and and you can you can go deeper into that. That's kind of a simple explanation. Yeah. But when it comes to the COVID, um, I I think one of the first mistakes that we should identify in this wilderness is stop waiting around yeah. and get up off your butt yeah. type of thing. It's it's like uh, what, Groundhog's Day, right? Mm-hmm. The first, like, however many days he just spends, like, goofing around, you yeah. know, being selfish and, um, you know, just, just doing whatever he wanted to do. And then he realizes, like, hey, like, let's use this time for some sort of benefit. Let's, you know, mm-hmm. let's do something that's going to, make a change right he starts he starts to change as a person or whatnot yep. and uh, i'm sure you could 
go deeper. I haven't seen that movie in forever, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I think that's kind of like the opportunity that we have is, you know, the first wave of, and I don't mean wave as in uh, virus numbers, I mean wave as in like how we react or respond to this. Like mm-hmm. the first phase or section or whatever was like, okay, this will be over in a few you know weeks. I'm just going to stay inside my house for two weeks, watch Netflix and yeah. order in some uh, some food or whatever from DoorDash. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's like things are different. We see businesses are changing. We see churches are changing. We see innovation happening. Um, and, and I think that's our invitation on a personal level is to, again, dive deep and use this time in ways that we wouldn't be able to otherwise to, uh, you know, and that's kind of what Travis is saying too. Like, what am I going to get out of this that lasts, right? Don't just try to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Like we're here, we're in it. Um, don't try to deny it. Like this is where we're at. And Mm -hmm. so press into what the Lord's doing, Yeah. you know, and spend time in prayer. Like, um, you know, yeah, just do things that you've wanted to do, but didn't have the time. That's one thing that I found. It is like, um, I was like, oh, you know, when I start, uh, you know, when I have more time on my hands, because, you know, now I'm not driving as far as I, I used to be driving for work. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll work out in the morning. I'll have time to work out. I'll have mm-hmm. time to, you know, read more, yada, yada, yada. And then I had, and then COVID happened. I had lots of time. and But I wasn't doing the things that I thought I would just naturally go to. I was like, yeah. oh, wait, it actually takes some effort on my part mm-hmm. to get up and work out, to uh, spend more time in prayer in the morning, to do, you know, all these things that I was just like, oh, it'll just happen naturally. I just need more mm-hmm. time. And it wasn't time. It's, it's effort, it's intentionality, it's um, a desire, perseverance, things like that. And I think that's one of the things that the Lord's developing is like, it, I know for me, but I think in general, just like uh, people say they want to do something, but they don't. And so mm-hmm. I think he's kind of revealing like our natural state of like falling back and sitting on our butts, like you're talking about, you know? Yeah, yeah. And here's, here's a question I... Have personally asked myself, um, and I think is valid with with anyone. Um, because to to take a step back, I think I going into this and a lot of people have been asking the wrong questions um, about this COVID. How do I get out of this? Yeah, like you're saying, Trav is going to. Yeah. Um, and and a lot of them kind of focus around a a quick fix. Yeah. What's the quickest way for blank? And, and I think those are all the wrong questions. I think the right question you need to ask yourself is this. How can I take full av- advantage of this season? Yeah. In more than one way. Like there's a spiritual aspect, mm-hmm. but you don't have to make everything like, oh, let me read the Bible every day. Yeah. Not to throw any dirt and say like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. But it's, it's so much bigger than that. This is, this is a worldwide thing. And this impacts your entire life. Mm-hmm. So why not take advantage of your entire life yeah. in the process? And it's going to form your life. Like these mm-hmm. kids growing up, these COVID kids or whatever, I don't know what they call them. Uh, but these, you know, like my own kids, like they, they're going to remember this time where they left school, spent, you know, a good amount of time being homeschooled. Um, not because we chose to, we, we have in the past, but, uh, but because people weren't allowed to be together like they're mm-hmm. going to be formed by this and how is yeah. that going to affect how they lead the world when you know they are adults yeah you know exactly and i i think this um i was thinking about this after trav taught 
very vividly. Um, and I, I've seen the start of COVID as a, as a like timeline. So whenever it started, one of the infinite timelines. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it started, all right, that starts the clock. And the, the very beginning of that, you have, um, all this opportunity and the way I've saw it is potential. Mm. You have a hundred percent potential to do anything that you want yeah. in essence that yeah. that you are capable of and all that stuff yeah. so you have a hundred percent potential and as time has gone on and as it will continue that will inevitably continually decrease mm-hmm. your potential of the outcome and and what you produce yeah. will decrease period and by the time it ends, it'll be at zero because you have no potential to do anything else at the end of COVID. So I don't know where we are. We could still be just at the first checkpoint. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. And I'm not going to try and say like, oh, like three more months. We're halfway yeah. there. Like, all right, you've made six miles. Here's another six. Yeah. I have no idea. And yeah. And that's the thing. It's like. We don't know how much potential we have. We could have so much potential at the beginning of this. And don't think, the reason I say this is this, don't think you have wasted too much time and you've, like, you're too far gone. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, like, well, I mean, even even practically, I haven't been exercising and it's already been three months. Why start now? Yeah. Well, you don't know exactly. if there's going to be a week left or a year left. Yeah. Or anything in the middle. And and your potential, you might still have a ton of it left. Yeah. And so I would encourage everyone thinking of this as a way of like ha- having so much potential to do stuff and have that be a boost Yeah. in that. Because all of us have that to output something. Yeah. And the less we do, it's like in a business point of view, like the less valuable you become yeah, yeah. you know yeah and then and, you know Trav was even saying that too like the thing with wilderness seasons is that you don't know how long they are they're always longer than you want them to be mm-hmm. but you, you don't know how long it was how long it's going to be um yeah and you know I, I like that i like that kind of encouragement to people to you know seize the moment in in a mm-hmm. sense like you're right maybe three weeks maybe one week but start start it now yeah you know and that's one thing, um, you know, as a teacher, I, I tried to uh, get my kids to, re- my students to realize, like, hey, uh, you have an opportunity to put into practice and put into place habits and rhythms um, that you wouldn't normally because your schedule's so busy. Like, all these kids, you know, they had tons of sports and all these different extracurricular, uh, you know, as well as school, but now they're just sitting at home. Yeah. And I was, so I was telling them, like, this is your chance to... to start practicing things like um, praying and fasting mm-hmm. and uh, reading your Bible, all these things that you'd say you would if you had more time. And again, because I was speaking from experience, like I mm-hmm. was, you know, projecting or whatnot. But um, if you start now, while well, it's easy. And then yep. when stuff comes back on, you've already built a framework mm-hmm. to where you can uh, kind of fall back on a little bit. Start the, you know, it's like a snowball, right? Yeah. Um, you start, you can start it small and it gets bigger and bigger as it goes downhill. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, 100%. And, and just to piggyback off of that, I've, I've talked to a few people like, oh, well, 
I feel like sometimes like I feel physically worn out or like mm-hmm. mentally I'm I'm worn out from this. Like I can't yeah. handle anymore. And not to sound like harsh, but that's a bunch of crap. Mm-hmm. And and here here's a an opinion I have on yeah. it. I don't know if this is factually true, but this is how I see it. Um, look at the perspective of um, physically sleeping. Mm. If you sleep too much, you're tired. Oh, yeah. Not because you you haven't gotten enough sleep, but because you've overslept. People mm. that get up at like 12 in the afternoon, they're like, man, I'm so tired. It's like, well, that's because you've been doing too much of it. Yeah. Your body wants to continue to sleep. And yeah. I, I think that's true for like, dare I even say laziness. Okay. Yeah. If you have been in a rhythm, that will be how you feel. Yeah. And if you do too much of it, that's going to kind of be, sur- that's what's going to surround you. Yeah. And I, and I think you just need to get up maybe not physically like it's not like you have to like physically do something but you have to make a decision yeah hey i'm going to do something about this and that i think is the most important step yeah is saying hey i might be tired i might be drained by this emotionally spiritually but in my opinion i think it might be because you are too far deep in the other side of the spectrum and you know, physically, but also uh, thinking spiritually, emotionally, like, what are you giving your thoughts to? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the way the brain works is like you you do something, you build a neural pathway, the more you do it, it's like the more you strengthen that neural pathway, the easier it is to do those things, right? Yeah. Um, that's why it's so easy to get caught up in, in sin and temptation, and it just creates like a vicious cycle. It's hard to get out because your, your body and your mind are so used to doing that, right? Mm-hmm. You The more you do something the more you reinforce that something yeah um you know and again like like this is a reset this is a reset season mm-hmm. where you yeah. you can hit the reset button on whatever it is that you weren't living the right way like that's yeah. my personal story is when all this hit i realized what are the things that i was leaning on that weren't god um that you know were were idols or in sins or they were like all of a sudden it was like my my temptation and and uh, level and, and, you know, my, um, you know, sin, like it turned up, you know what I mean? It was like mm-hmm. some things that like were not as loud because I was, you know, busy working or whatever, uh, started to get louder. And I was like, what, what is going on? You know? Yeah. And Travis talked about that, how temptation is a huge marker of, mm-hmm. uh, wilderness seasons. And so like it, it, wilderness seasons, I think are a, a season to reset, but it's hard to do it because the temptation ramps up. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you have to really be even more intentional. You can't just go on autopilot, yeah. you know, which is, uh, as an Enneagram 9, it's easy <laughs> for me to do. Yeah. Um, to go on autopilot and, and just do what I've always done. And I had a moment where I was like, like what am I, who do I want to be when I get out of this? What are the things mm-hmm. that I want to uh, take with me out of this COVID wilderness season? And what are the things that I want to put in the grave? Like 100%, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yep. They may have been at 80%, but then COVID hits. And it might have been at 80% in the grave. COVID hits and then all of a sudden they, they ramp up and it's more of a temptation. Um, but then it's like, I, I don't want to, I don't even want to be like, I don't even want it to have like a tiny little foothold. Like let's put it in the grave hundred percent, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's my, kind of my personal, um, experience of a wilderness season, mm-hmm. like kind of what, what Trav was saying. Um, but yeah, just 
you know, going back to what you were saying, encouraging people to use this as a reset yeah. button. And uh, you can't do it on your own, right? Mm-hmm. You can't do it on your own. Um, and that's kind of the lie of the age is like, you know, try harder, do more. But what I found and what a lot of people have found, what a lot of people are saying is the wilderness season, you have to rely on God, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Travis talked about how at the end the angels are attending to him and all, you know, all these things. Yeah. Um, you can't, you know, and he, you know, he's saying rely on, uh, man lives on the uh, word of the Lord, right? That's mm-hmm. his bread. And I'm totally butchering it because I'm thinking of other things <laughs> right now. But, um, but that's the thing is we, we, we don't live on bread alone. We live on the word that comes from God. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and Travis talked about that too. Um, what did he say? I thought I wrote down a quote, but I guess I didn't. I don't know. Yeah. But that's the invitation. Use mm-hmm. it as a reset. Yep. And you need God to reset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and just to piggyback, because I think that's really, really good, man. Um, here's something that I would, I would say on top of that. Um, figure out what you want to do by the end of this because when you look back that's what you're gonna see you're gonna you're when this is done and maybe not completely done but when when the dust is settled everyone's gonna look back and say hmm that's what i did that's that's how i reacted that's how i um uh, yeah did everything yeah and this is what the product was and if you want to take this opportunity to to sit down and do nothing hey we have that freedom okay but i know in all of us we have that drive to be more than we are and i hear so many times with people man i want to do this but it's just it's hard right now or like oh it's i just don't have the time or whatever and there's all these excuses like this is probably the best opportunity you're going to get in your entire life um, and if you want to take advantage of it, do it, do yeah. it. Um, because then when you look back, you're going to be like, wow, like this is, this is what came of it. Yeah. And, and, and I want to clarify this right now and you started going into it. So I want to, I want to segue into this. Um, and it's this, if there is nothing that comes out of this, it is not God's fault. Mm. Yeah. And that's something Trav emphasized, which is so so essential man it's it's what all of us at one point or another will get caught in in saying it's this phrase i i always think if god stop just stop there yeah okay i don't even need to say anymore you can fill in the rest yeah if god okay slap me because the the statement is already invalid i don't even have to know what you're gonna say after that and you don't have to know what I'm going to say to know, okay, Zach, you need to shut up. Yeah. It's if I, if I, blah, 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 now we're, now it's valid. Yeah. Anything you say is valid if you put you first. Yeah. And that might be the first time you ever put yourself before God. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, that, that is the, the phrasing and the um, language you need to have because it's not God's fault. Um, and... It is on you to make the first step. God will never force us to do anything. He, he'll, he'll be there for us. He, he'll encourage us. But he will never move our step 
for us, move our feet. And I think that is so important because if we think, um, if God blank, then we are screwed. We are screwed from the get-go. And um, Trav mentioned this, and this is the one last thing I'm going to say before I, I pass it on. Um, Trav mentioned the fact that, oh, crap, what the heck was it? Oh, don't test God. Yeah. Right, it, that was in the verse. And he said, don't test God. And I know there's some people out there that heard this message or you're hearing that. You'd be like, oh, well, like, what if I don't trust God? Yeah. Okay, what if I don't trust um, that he's going to pull through? Okay, let's let's entertain that yeah. for one second. Yeah. Here's something I want to I wanna post to you because I've done this, and this is how I know I can trust God even more so. Um, start with yourself. Put everything you can into something, okay? Um, whatever it is. Uh, reading the Bible, praying, uh, working on patience. Give everything that you can offer to that. All the energy, not that you're perfect, not that you won't fail, but everything you can give. And I promise you, God will deliver. The The misconception we have is we give 25%. All right, we give maybe the very first step, and they're like, all right, God, like you take over. Yeah. We don't give everything, and we expect God to carry us up the mountain. Mm -hmm. We need to give everything we can in, in an area. Yeah. And if you do that, that's how you will then know that God's faithful. Yeah. Because it's not on us anymore. Yeah. If we're giving everything, everything is now on, it. like the ball is in his court. Yeah. And I can, I can tell you, if you do that, I've done that personally, I've proven the fact that God will come through because yeah. it was like, well, there's literally nothing else I can do. Yeah. I mentally have given everything to this. Yeah. And now that I look to God, I'm like, wow, I know for a fact he pulls through every time mm. because if he did, if he didn't pull through, I would notice then yeah. because there's nothing more for me to give. Yeah. And that's just a little case study. Um, cause I know some people are asking that question like, well, like, how do I know yeah. if he is faithful? How do I how do I know I can trust him to to pull the weight on his end? Yeah. He will. And if you really want to know, do that, and you'll be surprised. You'll be so surprised. Yeah, yeah. In teaching, we have uh, this concept is uh, the zone of proximal development, and essentially what it is is this is what a student can do on their own. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is what a student can do with support from the teacher, right? Yeah. And I feel like there, there's a, a correlation um, between that and what we do with God, right? Like, he's always asking us to do slightly more than what we can do. And that's how you teach, right? You ask the student to do more than what they can do, yep. but you support them in that gap. Mm -hmm. And and I feel like um, there's a big a big parallel with that, with what we, the Christian walk. There's, yeah. you know, so much that we can do on our own, um, not enough. Right, but God's calling us to do more, and I guess this is more. This isn't a, a like a salvation thing. Like we can't do anything to save ourselves. I'm I'm talking more in the sense of like um, growing in in, God, in, yep. in faith. Um, so there's things that we can do. Right, I can read my Bible. I can pray. Yep. Those are things I can do. Mm -hmm. Right, but there's also you know God's calling me to a level that I can't do on my own, but He's there to support me. Right, um, you know. So going back to kind of like what you're saying, like a lot of times we think, well. We, we kind of confuse uh, salvation with justification, mm, right? That's good. Being saved yeah. with, with growing. 
-hmm. We think, well, I, there's nothing I can do to be saved, um, so there's nothing I can do to grow. I'm just going to wait on God to grow me. Yep. Right? That's good. Um, and so realizing there's nothing I can do to save myself, but there are things that I can do to grow. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, going back to what you're saying, like, put effort into growth, put effort yeah. into climbing up that mountain. God's not going to carry you up the mountain, right? He, you know, he wants to partner with you. It's a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're expecting God to do everything in that sense, and again, the sense of growing, not in the sense of saving. If you're expecting God to do everything in the sense of growing you in your faith, that's not a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what that would be, a, a modern day equivalent, but. If I was expecting my wife to do all the work in our relationship, that would be um, not, not right. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh, I totally get yeah. you. I totally get you. And, and I think the language and the mindset is key to that because you might be hearing this as a discouragement. Like, ah, mm. that's a lot. That's a lot to do. And, and let me put some context to it. Um, Trav didn't go into this, but this is how I think of it. Um, read any command that God gave us. Okay, let's go to the Ten Commandments. Okay? Um, do not do this or uh, do this. So, love your neighbor. Okay? Or, on the other, like, don't commit adultery. Okay? Um, or even go outside of those. Let's see. Um, he, I mean, he calls us, he calls us to crazy things. Um, he says, he says it with adultery. If you look at a woman with lust... You have committed sin, all right? And sin is punishable by death mm. without God. Yeah. So, like, we are screwed, okay? Or don't let the sun go down while hating someone. Yeah. Okay? He, he, he tells us commands, and this is so key. This is so key. He never, well, as far as I've read, okay? <laughs> you can fact check me, but he has never said try. Mm. And, and it's like, why? Why not say that? Yeah. Why not say, hey, this is a lot, and I understand, like, just the Ten Commandments, this is literally impossible. Mm. Like, I, there is no one on the earth yeah. that has done the Ten Commandments. We, the, the man, uh, the rich man, the, the story of the rich man uh, mm. talking to Jesus. Hey, I've done all this stuff. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, okay, we'll do this. Like, we will never be enough. Mm. And God knows that. Yeah. But here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. He will never say try because it's all in the mindset. It's all in our mm. spirit. He wants us to have the mindset of, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. And when we fail, then he's there. Yeah, That's so key. And, 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 and having the mindset of, well, I'm going to try to be better. Stop. Yeah. Just stop. You are, you are already done. You're already going to fail. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, it, it, you won't even make progress to some degree. And, and that might sound harsh, but I personally believe that's true. I, I think if you have the mindset of, I'm going to try to do this, then get out. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. You need to think, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And God does, not ex God does not expect us to be perfect. That's the craziest thing. As I've read the Bible, there are so many things that he tells us. And it's not that he doesn't expect anything from us. I think what he expects is for us to do it. Mm. He expects us to to complete it, and the furthest that we can go um, is enough. The furthest we can go in doing it is where God wants us to be, and then that gap until we've you know yeah. completed it. That's where God comes in. Yeah, I, then, I fully believe that. And then the more you do that, the you know that level of what you can do, right? Like you know 
grows to where that strengthens. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. again, you're you're reinforcing uh, behaviors and rhythms that then become easier because you've done it more. It's, just, it's practice. You know, yeah. you're practicing. Uh, one thing I think I said, salvation and justification. I think yeah, those are the same thing. So I meant justification and sanctification. Mm-hmm. So sanctification is growing. I just want to. Just a little, just a little check, back check. Yeah, that's really good. Um, you know, the whole thing, like, and and I would say too, like, uh, I was reading an article the other day about some like top corporations do like thirty second, um, thirty second little practices, right? So they practice gratitude while they're washing their hands, things like Mm -hmm. that. And I think that's something that we can really take away from uh, as the church, that concept of these Mm -hmm. little micro moments. Um, You know, I think, I think saying I'm going to spend an hour a day every morning in prayer seems so daunting, right? Mm -hmm. And we can get there, right? Um, Again, through practice and developing disciplines, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think more often than not, we're not there, you know, Mm -hmm. start with 30 seconds, yeah. You know, do 30 seconds 10 times a day. And that's a much more achievable goal than one big block of time in the morning, right? And, and work your way up to that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. um, and a, another thing that you mentioned that that was really key was we are, we're going to fail at this. Like, yeah, and that's 100%. The thing. We're, not, we're not used to being told that, you know, as, mm-hmm. as you know, um, Western Americans, whatever, we're told that we're always going to succeed, and, but we're not. And this is like, mm-hmm. you know, one thing Travis said about, wilderness seasons is that they reveal your need for God, right? Mm -hmm. They reveal your need for God. And that's a huge thing right now is like, I'm, you know, I'm setting goals, I'm failing. You know, I I think if you were to chart the, a a wider perspective, I would, you could see like, okay, three days I did it, one day I didn't, and then one day I did, and then, you know, I think if you looked at it, it's hard to, I'm making hand motions right now. (laughs) If you were to to chart it on a, on a, a, a big enough timeline, yep. um, I think you would see overall growth. But we mm-hmm. get caught in these day-to-day things, yeah. and anytime we have like two good days and one bad day, like that drop-off is so severe that we get so discouraged. Mm-hmm. And so we, I think we need to have a wider perspective um, while also incorporating tiny and appreciating the tiny micro-moments yep. and using those to build up to bigger uh, goals, moments, or you know, behaviors. Yeah, and to to say one thing um, attached to that, I think, I don't know if this is more cultural or the way that we've been wired in sin. Uh, Maybe you can speak on it, but I I do know this. We can be told a thousand compliments, a thousand positive things, Mm. um, as if there were people lined up telling us all these things. And at the very end... There'd be one person that says yeah. something bad, and that's what we think about. Yeah. We don't give a rip about all the, man, like, you have been doing so good. You have blah, blah, blah. You are blah, blah, blah. And the old person's like, dude, honestly, like, you, you're lazy. Yeah. Or, dude, you have really blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like I said, I don't know what the root of that is. I don't know if that's just because we're in sin, that that's a that that affects us so deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know this: if you're in that place, um, because I've 
I've caught myself being there where I'll think too much about what other people. Um, look to God in those things. Yeah. Have your identity more in Christ. And that's that's just that could be a whole topic in of itself. So I'm just gonna just very quickly talk about it. <laughs> but I would just encourage you, you know, if if you are discouraged by this even by if, if it's just a few things that you fail that or people have told you like, oh, like, dude, like, blah, 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 during this, um, look to God in that for your identity because yeah. he will show you who you are and how worthy you are in this. I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm not going to go any deeper than that, um, but <laughs> I yeah. have to say that. Well, I think the role that social media plays in our lives, uh, we have, I think psychologists call it uh, expressive is expressive identity or expressive individuality, whatever. Essentially what they do is they say, here is my identity that I'm presenting to the world. Mm-hmm. And when I get reinforcement in the form of likes or in the form of, um, you know, hearts, loves, whatever, all the different things, the mm-hmm. reactions they have, when you get reinforcement from that, it then reinforces that in you to be that kind of person. It's essentially mm-hmm. uh, like, so, it's just social pressure, yeah. right? But we're all put on display. And so it's like, the, the weight of what people say about us matters so much more than I think it has in a long time. Yeah. And so I agree, like, go to scripture, spend time in prayer, uh, see what the Lord says about you and how he's designed you um, when you get to that place of, um, you know, just discouragement mm. in who you are. Yeah. Um, here's the last thing I'll say, that at least I, I have. This is the last thing I have um, as when I think about this sermon which great sermon um and it's the fact that when you are going about things whatever it is you have in your head that that you want to do achieve go towards all that stuff whatever that is i would just encourage you um don't cut corners um it's very easy um as i have done um I think I've accomplished stuff. I've gone from A to B, technically, but I cut corners along the way. And I don't know if that defeats the purpose. I don't think it completely does. But I think it sets you back um, because you're in the mindset, as I have in this with a couple of things like, oh, like I've done well. When in actuality, I think... Um, you are convincing yourself mm. when you haven't like gone through the whole journey and yeah. i think that just goes back to what Traff said in the very beginning um don't ask the question it was kind of like the phrase he coined for that yeah. sermon don't ask how can i get out of this fast how can i make this last yeah that was it yeah what can you what can i get out of this that yes lasts? yeah and it's don't think what's the most efficient way to do this and, like, yeah. if I need to, like, you know, cheat a little by doing this or not doing that, um, I just think that's the wrong mindset. And that's more of a, this is the fastest way I can complete this. Fastest way I can get out of this. Yeah. Um, we're in this for a while. Respect the process. And be okay with playing the long game. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, be okay with that. That's fine. Yeah. Trust the process. Joel Embiid. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I totally agree with that. And, and that was, you know, definitely the, the point of his, his sermon and his message. Um, you know, I think if you look at, uh, so when he was talking about that, it reminded me of the Bible Project did a really good 
series. I'm not sure if it was a podcast or on YouTube. They did a really good uh, kind of like study on uh, the creation story. And so one of the points that they made in that was that, um, so Adam and Eve eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, right? Mm -hmm. So they are trying to get wisdom. Um, but so they were saying that, but they're, they're, they were tasked with the job of ruling over creation, right? And stewarding mm -hmm. creation and expanding uh, paradise, right? And, but that would require wisdom, mm -hmm. right? So it was not that God didn't want them to be wise. He wanted them to be wise in the way that he wanted to form wisdom in them. Yeah. And so essentially what they did is they cut a corner. You know, they cut a corner and they took from the wrong, uh, or not, they, they chose to t eat from the wrong tree. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's cutting a corner, taking a shortcut. Yep. Right. You see, um, when, when Satan's testing Jesus, you know, it's the same thing. Hey, I know you came to do it this way, but just cut this corner. Right. Uh, don't do it God's way. Bat down to me and I'll, I'll give you, you know, some of what was promised yeah. to you and you don't have to do everything. Yeah. That's a good flag. You know? Yep. Um, so I think in, in, a lot of times we see this story, I mean, scripture, uh, always, it's just like the same story over and over again. Mm -hmm. And it's like, are we going to do things our way or are we going to do things God's way? Yeah. You know? That's um, great. And I think that's a big thing that's going on right now is what am I, what have I been trusting in? What have I been doing my way and not God's way? What have I been trusting in that's not God? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, I think, you know, the, the big three are usually what money, sex, and power. And yep. what they look like now is comfort, relationships, and freedom. Mm. So, so money leads to comfort, you know, sex and relationships, um, and then, you know, power and freedom. Like right now we have those three things taken away. Like mm -hmm. we're not as yeah. comfortable. Like we used to have, you know, two day, one day shipping from Amazon whenever we wanted it. <laughs> I remember when, when I had to get a desk for working from home, I was like, it's going to be here in two weeks. Like, what am I going to, how am I going to live? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, let's, let's get some perspective. This mm -hmm. is, this is a comfort. It's not yeah. a need, you know? Um, yeah relationships people are not having you know they're we're isolated right now you know what yeah. i mean like you can't see everyone mm -hmm. um you know in in freedom you know power freedom like i'm not and i don't want to get political but it's like we we're being asked to stay at home or wear masks and people yeah. are pushing back against that and um you know because they feel like their freedom is being taken away and you know i would i would say maybe look and see maybe are you idolizing freedom and power, you know, mm -hmm. um, not saying you are, I don't, I don't know who you are, but no, that's great, man. That's really, really good. And it's, it's something worth self evaluating. Yeah. You can't evaluate others in that, which yeah. I think is important to flag because I think a lot of people do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me say that person is mm -hmm. blank. It's like, well, yeah. Even if they were somewhat right, I don't think it's valid. I yeah. think... Um, and it's not helpful to do yeah, that. Yeah, you know? there's... there's uh, it, I think it's kind of like faith. Hmm. You can be told what to believe, but you need to find your own faith. Yeah. Someone can try to give it to you. And you know what? They might somewhat succeed, but not. they'll never fully do that. I think this is the same way. People need to self-evaluate yeah. and ask themselves... Where am I at when, with those three things that you just said, where am I at with that? Mm -hmm. And that is something that you, you can't have someone else answer for you. So, yeah. hey, uh, hey, dad, um, where do you think I am with all of these? Well, no, 
Yeah, you might be able to give you some perspective. People close to you could probably give you some perspective, but you're right. Like, you can't, you have to spend time in prayer with God and let him reveal things. Yeah. And, you know, Travis was saying he's, what God wants to do in this season is take things that are leading to, take out things that are leading to death and put in things that are leading to life. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think you're right. Like, sit with Jesus, ask him, what is, what are you taking out that's leading to death? And, you know, spend time pursuing what he's giving you that leads to life. And you have to be real with where you're at. Yeah. If you're not real with where you're at, then you're, you're just going to circle the mountain. And you're, you're not going to grow and you're going to be stuck in that formation process. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%, man. Yeah. That is all great. Um, great discussion about the beginning of this series, Wilderness. Um, we will continue to do this in, as Ben says, five, six weeks. Um, so yeah, you know, (laughs) we, (laughs) we'd love to hear, um, you guys' perspective on this message. Um, I think this is a really good pace that Travis set, um, for the following week. So please, please listen to these. They're great, great stuff. Um, and you guys have an awesome, awesome day. We'll talk to you later. Yeah. See ya. See ya.